Welcome to the BST Cast of Power Systems Design. I'm your host, Jason Lumberg, and in this episode, we're discussing the premier electric racing series, the Formula E Championship. Now, if you've been reading our news and blogs and listening to our podcast, you've probably been inundated with automotive coverage, and for good reason. Um, Rome Semiconductor estimates that automotive electronics makes up 32% of the company's net sales, and that, that, that's, that's true across the industry, really. And, and, and some of the biggest consumer, prosumer, and industrial advancements affect automobiles. One of those advancements, of course, is the worldwide proliferation of electric and hybrid vehicles. Enter the Formula E racing series, which was created to, quote, demonstrate the potential of sustainable mobility. Uh, Rome Semiconductor has been involved with the series uh, for a while, lending their technical esper- expertise to the Venturi racing team. And today we're proud to welcome Mitch Van Ochten from Rome to the show. Uh, M- M- Mitch, welcome aboard. And could you briefly summarize your background and your involvement with Rome's automotive su- sector, which, as I mentioned, constitutes nearly a third of the company's business? Thank you, Jason. It's a pleasure to talk with you today. Uh, I've been an application engineer with Rome for five years now, operating from the Novi, Michigan office, which is near Detroit. We serve primarily the automotive market. Personally, I'm responsible for silicon carbide applications, gate driver selection, LED drivers, and DC to DC converters. Right. Now, the, the U.S. leg of the Formula E racing series, and, that, and that's probably if, if, if any of our U.S. customers, um, any, any of our U.S. audience have heard of it, they probably might have heard of the New York E-Prix. So that just finished. And, of course, Rome is an official technology partner of the Venturi team, and they finished very respectably this year. So for those who aren't familiar with the series, could, could you provide an executive overview of Formula E? Sure. So Formula E was conceived to concentrate on the electrification of the automobile industry and the improvements made year by year to batteries, to the traction inverter, and the motors will trickle down and become improvements to the hybrid and full electric vehicles we drive today. Specifically for Rome, this means greater opportunities for our silicon carbide devices in the traction inverters. Mm-hmm. Now, now what's, uh, I, I mentioned that uh, Rome has a, a partnership with Venturi. What, what's the extent of that? We, we say we are an official technology partner. So, for example, starting in Season 3, the inverters contained IGBTs with silicon fast recovery diodes. So in Season 3, our first move was to replace those silicon fast recovery diodes with Rome's silicon carbide Schottky barrier diodes. And, for example, that improvement allowed a 2-kilogram weight reduction and about a 20% size reduction. Then, moving on to Season 4, we used our full silicon carbide modules, which also included silicon carbide MOSFETs, and that allowed an additional reduction of 4 kilograms in weight and a 30% size reduction. So, compared to... IGBT modules with similar current ratings, the switching losses were reduced by almost 75% at high temperatures, and the higher switching frequency let other components within the inverter shrink in size, 
and that's how we were able to get the significant size reduction. Right now, for, for those that, that have been following uh, this, they, they know that the Venturi team holds the electric vehicle speed rating, a speed record of 341 miles per hour. Um, now for the racing series, each team is limited to two cars with a single charge each, and, and this introduces a, a certain strategic element since the teams can't just floor for the whole race. Power management is extremely important. Now from, from Rome's perspective on the technology side, what exactly needs to happen for Formula E to switch to a single car and a single battery next season? Well, Jason, there have been three things that have happened that are going to allow use of a single car. One of the biggest things is that the battery will now be supplied by McLaren Applied Technologies rather than uh, the Williams Advanced who supplied batteries in the past, and it will have almost double the energy storage capacity. Mm-hmm. In addition to battery improvements, the tires have been improved. The new vehicles will use the Michelin Pilot Sport tires, which are lighter and have less rolling resistance. And also the car has been aerodynamically redesigned for less wind resistance. So those three factors are what will enable the car to complete a single race without switching cars. Mm-hmm. Now, Mitch, Mitch, you sort of went into uh, some of the changes from season to season and some of the technology advancements. And, and between seasons three and four, the race power went from 170 to 180 kilowatts. And next season, when, um, when we switch to a single car, it'll make a huge leap to 220 kilowatts. So what sort of challenges does that present for Rome? Well, Jason, those higher power levels, of course, are going to translate into higher current levels in the module itself, in the, in the traction inverter. And our uh, MOSFETs, of course, will have to handle those higher current levels. And they are actually a little bit oversized, so that will not be a problem. The primary uh, effect of the higher current levels will be higher power dissipation in the MOSFETs themselves. So what we've done, uh, Jason, to help handle that is we have machined the bottom of the power module to the flattest ever. And by making it flatter, we're able to use less heat sink compound between the bottom of the module and the heat conducting surface. By reducing the thickness of that heat compound, we're able to get better heat transfer from the silicon carbide dyes themselves into the coolant. So that's how we're reducing the heat issue. Right. Now, Rome recently posted a white paper on their silicon carbide tech and electric vehicles, and that's pretty much what spurred on this conversation. Now, they mentioned that the the leading automotive application for sick devices is an onboard charger. Could, Could you elaborate a bit on this? Sure, I'd be happy to. So all of the onboard chargers use power factor correction, PFC, in order to get the most energy from the power line. So PFC, the way that works is that boosts the incoming voltage uh, with a boost converter, of course using an inductor, to to a higher voltage. And in that boosting action, there's a diode, sometimes called a catch diode, which is in series with the inductor to generate that higher voltage. 
because there is a MOSFET constantly switching on and off at 20 or 30 or 40 kilohertz, the recovery time of that boost diode directly uh, enters into the efficiency of the power factor correction. Almost exclusively now, that diode is a silicon carbide diode, and several tenths of a percent of efficiency can be gained simply by putting silicon carbide in that spot instead of the older fast recovery diodes. Right. Now, other than this the on-board charger, which you described, what are some other application examples for, this, for your SICK devices? Okay. So high-powered solar inverters, uh, induction heaters where we need 200 or 300 kilohertz for case hardening of crankshafts and camshafts and things like that. Uh, we've also seen uh, lower power silicon carbide used for industrial housekeeping supplies. This is where we have maybe 480 volts three-phase coming in but yet we need to generate 24 volts to run fans and microcontrollers and relays and things like that. Uh, DC to DC converters where the battery voltage, which may be 400 to 600 volts, needs to be reduced to 12 volts to run audio entertainment and things like that. We still have many devices uh, in automobiles which do need 12 volts. We've also had acceptance for heating, ventilation, and air conditioning blowers, uh, large-scale blowers that are used in buildings, and finally, high-voltage pulse generators. Mm -hmm. Well, um, Mitch, uh, th thanks for your time. You know, uh, PSD has been following um, Formula E and Rome's involvement in it for a while, and and in particular the Venturi team, and, and we want to wish you guys the best of luck for this Formula E season and, and, and in the future. And uh, to our audience, thanks for tuning in.